What is going on, everyone? And welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Show podcast. It's the last show of the year. I cannot believe it. Uh, we are sponsored by Capital Mortgage Funding, which is also fired by Fairway, MLS number 2289. And I got some rock stars with me. They are in the fights with me on a daily basis. Let me go around to my uh, coworkers here. We got Miss Lisa Lawson. Morning, everybody. Yay. And Harvey Freed. <laughs> Hello. Taking a little break from the, the radio show. We had the last two weeks off, so we'll be kicking it off on January 7th, right? We are kicking it off, and Becky, it's going to be a great year. I'm not. I'm going to surprise next week. We'll introduce the guests. We're having really a cool panel to start the year, lots of knowledge. Yes, and speaking of people that are going to be joining us on the radio show is Mr. Darren Roberts from JSA. He is uh, joining us in his car because he's always slinging the real estate. What is up? Good morning, everybody. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> hey, right before we started, we actually were like detailing a couple of loans that he's got with Lisa. And we have a closing, Darren and myself have a closing at his office here in the next couple hours, which was a long time coming. Um, and it was someone that I was able to kick over to him. Um, she came to us from the radio show. It was a caller that she called in one time. And um, I was there was no one else that I was going to deliver um, other than to Darren. Yeah. Um, I, uh, actually just left our walkthrough, um, checking the house out one last time before we close today at three o'clock. So we're all ready to go and super excited. Yay. Um, all right. Well, I want to kind of bring it back over to you, Darren. So, you know, you hear a lot of talk of like most of the biggest things that people are saying to me are, are you slow? Is it slowing down? You know, are you seeing this, you know, drag and you naturally this time of year, you're going to see a little bit of this like dead time, not really even if you want to call it that, but they're, you know, so what are you guys experiencing over at JSA? Have you seen like almost like a freeze or are you guys still kind of business as usual, kind of just, you know, shucking and driving? Yeah. You know, uh, great question, Becky. I, uh, I can safely say over on our team right now, we are definitely still up and moving, you know, obviously holiday season, you're going to feel a little quietness, which all of us realtors need anyway. So those couple of days with, you know, Christmas and the new year and everything like that, naturally it's going to slow it down a little bit, but on our team, we haven't really felt that all too much, you know, like you see right now, I'm out here driving around, you know, two days after Christmas and getting right back into it. And I think the, you're, you're only as busy as you want to be. Right. And so I always say, if I'm not at least getting out in my car once a day, showing a house or two, I'm not busy then. So I'm still holding steady, I must say. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel that too. I feel like this year, a little bit more than last year, there was a little bit more of a breath as far as, um, you know, people that are buying or the ones that are buying or trying to get qualified right now are the, are the ones that are getting hit with those new lease letters for the first of the year. And it's the first time they've ever really went through the process. And sometimes, unfortunately, you know, when you're in those situations where these first time home buyers are being reactionary, um, they're not really in that position to truly buy the homes. You know, at this point, you know, they, they need a little bit of work. So unfortunately they might have to go month to month on some of these more expensive leases. Um, you know, cause like some, you got it. The sooner you start the conversation, the better. What do you think about that, Harvey? Well, yeah, the conversation always is uh, get it going. I'm all excited for the new year because I got a couple of families that are going to be completing their tax returns, allowing them to get into their first house. So it, like uh, like Darren said, really, there's no slowdown. We're, the weather now is going to be a little bit warmer this week. 
So it was it was nice that we had that horrible weather here in Michigan uh, during during Christmas time that everyone got to enjoy a white Christmas. Becky, the numbers are fantastic, though. Appreciation in all the top 20 cities, 8.3% in 2022. Again, 2022 has been to end up being the second best year in appreciation and in sales compared to our pandemic 2021 numbers. And just reading a quick article here, it's going to be a little slower. And of course, we're going to go through some tough times, but those numbers are still very, very good. So again, we constantly are urging families to get back out there and decide that home ownership's for them, get their families and their kids into these wonderful school districts across Southeast Michigan. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, as far as like, it's crazy how like over the last two years, and I know Darren, like, I mean, you're now a seasoned real estate agent and I want you to kind of share a little bit of story, how you got into it and all that stuff real quick. But, you know, when you go from, you know, this is the nature of the business for people that just recently got into it, right? You go off of the last two years where it was the biggest, most productive, huge numbers from everybody over the last two years. And then boop, here you go back and we're going to get knocked off that pedestal. It was a slow, gradual decline a little bit in 22, but next year they are producing or predicting that real estate is going to be a little bit slower, right? So you have 30% of agents are going to be completely out, 60% are going to be struggling, and then 10%, right, like yourselves, they're going to be taking over territory. So while other people might be feeling the pinch a little bit more, you know, individuals like yourself wouldn't or are not going to, in my opinion. So I guess my question to you is, now that you have a couple of years under your belt and, you know, what is an advice that you could give to someone that's kind of starting on the business right now? Yeah, um, you know, I, again, will be in the industry for four years in February. Um, I was an educator prior to real estate, so I always found myself to be a pretty reflective and innovative person. Um, and my best advice to anyone that's joining now is that if you feel uncomfortable at any, at any point, that's a good thing. You're learning something new. You're learning, you know, the ins and the outs of real estate. You're learning how to negotiate. I felt that very much so when I first started. And now, yes, these last two years have been absolutely amazing. And we are adjusting in our market a little bit. So again, I have this feeling of, you know, not uncertainty, but ready to learn again. And um, my best advice is just, you know, go, you know, work with what you got and, you know, always learn along the way. And kind of be innovative with this new market that we are getting into. You know, people still need to buy and sell houses. And there's there's always an opportunity for everybody. And as long as you're educating, being creative when writing offers or, you know, looking for your next deal, um, it's very important to always stay on top of, again, just being innovative and willing to learn. Yeah, definitely follow up. And I know, Lisa, you can attest to this, right? It goes back to that who you work with matters. And we preach about it over and over again. But when you get into a market like this, where it is a skill-based market and you're going to have a lot of some newer agents struggling, new loan officers have been struggling, right? That kind of goes into what Darren's saying is like, we have to be really creative on the lending side, which is also why I think some of these old school products have been coming back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, I think first and foremost is to listen to what your buyer is really looking for. You know, sometimes they might be frustrated and they're looking to jump ship immediately, but, you know, they may benefit from doing a month to month for two, three months. So we can get them in a better position financially, whether we're waiting for a tax return to come in here in a couple months, or we need to pay something down to get their score up. You know, we want to make sure that 
we're setting people up for success, you know, and in this market, there's a lot of different nuances happening. And I think that's super important. I think we're really good at doing that. And I think in this market, you have to be able to, to pivot on a dime, right? Sometimes things don't go exactly as we planned, um, or sometimes unforeseen things happen and we have to kind of roll with the punches. Um, and there's a lot of, like Becky said, older products that, you know, people haven't really been utilizing or coming back. We have a lot of grant programs, down payment assistance programs, you know, um, and I think that sometimes we might have an idea that we're going one way and we have to pivot and maybe go in another direction. But being flexible, and knowing that it's going to get done in the end is most important. Yeah, I think one of the cool things about uh, our company is because we are a direct lender, meaning that we mm-hmm. make our own business decisions. We can get in there and we can say, OK, this is going to work for this buyer, but we can also look at the big picture and say, OK, well, based off this information, we're going to hold it on our house line. And, you know, retain this, this, you know, this buyer on our own paper and write, we're writing, we're lending our own money, which allows us to have that kind of flexibility because we are a direct Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac lender. Some of these grant programs, they're coming directly from us, which I feel very fortunate to kind of help these individuals that maybe for lack of a better word, they couldn't. I mean, I've had actually two buyers this past week were under contract and they've actually decided, you know, called me up and said, hey, I don't know if I can you know, if I'm ready to buy, I just found out my insurance didn't cover the surgery I had. And we had this like really in-depth conversation. And I said, just give me a second. Let me look at this. You know, let me look at your file. And I was able to pivot them into one of these grant programs. Mm -hmm. So instead of this deal dying because something unfortunate happened and he didn't have this $20,000 that he was going to bring, you know, in his mind, he was already defeated, but we were able to come to resolution and there's not very many I mean, there's good people, there's good companies out there, but not very many can make it like a second like that, where it just takes me five minutes to think about something like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, all right, Darren. So we're coming up to the end of 2022 and, you know, everyone's goal setting, right? What are your goals? Like everyone's writing it down. I'm a big advocate on write that down. You put it in the universe, you throw it, it's going to come back to you like a boomerang. So as far as like what your accomplishments in 2022, you know, leading into 23, because obviously the things that we're doing right now, that momentum is going to carry us over. So what are some things that you are really wanting to do for yourself, um, you know, coming up into the new year? Yeah, I mean, coming off of such a phenomenal year, um, I have realized that I my, I have I have great expectations, great goals for 2023. But I would have to safely say that I just want to continue to build my relationships with my lender partners, with my title companies, um, really get out there and start talking to some of my past clients now that I have four years of past clients under my belt, um, asking for those referrals, you know, building relationships um, with people that I've enjoyed, you know, obviously working with in the past, you know, um, personally, I am striving to have a little bit more of a work-life balance. So, that is one of those situations where I still want to strive and help and, you know, get people in and out of houses, but also really focus on myself as well. Um, I think 2023 is a really good year to start doing that. I've been grinding and I'm ready to continue the grind, but learn how to manage personal and uh, work-life balance as well. I think it's important for me in the sense that then I'm able to give the most I can to my clients. So well, that I'm going on 18 years in the business and I am still trying to figure that the work life balance out my dang self. Lisa's always on me about that just because I, I'm like you, Darren, where, you know, you set a high expectation and Harvey's the same way. So is Lisa, you had, you, you set this high standard 
and you want to give everything to the people because we're givers, right? You were a teacher before you got into real estate. So naturally you're just used to just giving all of yourself, but it is true that, you know, finding that work-life balance is key. And that's actually one of mine for 2023 going forward is to find that balance where I can have the maximum impact for all of our clients, all of our buyers, but then also, you know, still be very present and in the room with my family. And when you're having outside activities, I, I think it's key. What about you, Harvey? What are some goals of your own? Well, it's funny. I like what you guys put out there. I'm definitely going to put some goals out there. I like that, Becky. Throw it out in the universe. It could happen. Um, it reminds me of a funny story. I think I was changing a diaper and negotiating a deal at Walt Disney World Orlando. I'm forever banned there. <laughs> negotiating <laughs> People are shaking their heads. What's this guy doing? And I'm, I'm going to be a little on the louder side. But um, let's go back into uh, 2023 and what all that great stuff we have to look forward to. And again, personally, I hope everyone does take care of their house and home and take care of themselves, get in the gym and all that fun stuff, eat healthy. But the inventory, on the other hand, might not be as healthy. And that's why we're constantly urging here. And we're really optimistic that the interest rates could drop a little bit. If they do drop in the spring, or I don't see the spring necessarily, but summertime, again, all those buyers are going to come back out in groves. Get yourself ahead of that marketplace. If you think home ownership something for you, really start really having the, like you said, Becky, to start the show, have those smart conversations and be the smarter buyer. Don't be the wave in the grove of people that are going to be all fighting and overbidding. Be maybe someone who can really find the house they're looking for early in the spring, opposed to battling with everyone else. And, you know, again, I want to wish all you guys a happy new year as we're getting closer to wrapping it up. Uh, and nice to meet you, Darren Roberts from the good company, yes. right? Yeah, he's definitely nice going to be to on the radio you. show. Uh, what about right. you, Lisa? Okay, so Darren, what are some, what are your goals for, what are you saying, Harvey? Thanks, Darren. For t- uh, look inside and take care of yourself personally first. I like oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. If you are no good to anyone else, if you are not taking care of yourself, that is a thousand percent. Um, what about Lisa? What are some goals that you're trying to carry forward? And then I want to, you know, we'll wrap it up with predictions for what we're coming into with 23. Yeah, I think like everybody else, we're trying to, I'm not necessarily trying to do a different type of business. I want to be a smarter worker and utilize my time a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always growing pains to that. Becky and I now have like a joint team trying to, um, you know, get more out there and get more work done. So I want to continue to work on that. Um, to free us up so we can spread the word about what we do and help more home buyers. And I think that's super important. I think sometimes people don't really even understand what a loan officer does. Often, especially if you've never bought a home before, they get us confused with the agent, you know what I mean? And and who does what? So I think education is important. And I really want to get out there and spread the word about, you know, being represented by a, by a buyer's agent and using a loan officer that you can trust and has their best interest at heart. So education, education, education. And on a personal note, I want to get back to Bora Bora. So. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's do that. Uh, to piggyback on that. Yes, I agree. I, one of the, one of my other things is educating people, you know, that, you know, it's not always the lender's fault, right. And mm-hmm. really being hyper-focused on, you know, developing my referral partners, you know, giving them the platforms that we have to really showcase and let their voice be heard, mm-hmm. you know, where maybe they wouldn't, you know, be able to hear it by the masses. Like, the radio show, like Darren, I can't wait for you to get in the studio. You know, the podcast I can't is wait. just the start of everything because um, you're right. You know, people don't know and they don't know what they don't know. And there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes with, you know, with lending where it's very intricate, it's very detailed and you have to be on 
all the time. And, you know, getting people to understand that, you know, the timeline, sometimes like we have to deal with some stuff um, behind the scenes and it's no one's fault other than maybe the buyer did something they were aware of. Maybe something happened with their health and we have to pivot to a different product. You know, I had a really amazing closing last week where um, it's the first time she, anyone in her, her whole family's ever bought a house and she didn't think we she could ever do it. And it was a tough one. It's probably one of my toughest ones in my career, but it was awesome to get us to the finish line. And I know everyone feels that way anytime a buyer gets to the finish line. Now, just to wrap it up, 2023 predictions. I always think it's fun to kind of see like how way off people are going to be and whatever. Um, my prediction is this. So we're definitely still in a seller's market if you look at inventory, but this market isn't just one thing. It's very unique, right? It's over asking, it's concessions right now. But if you look at the inventory, technically on paper, it is very much a seller's market. I do agree with what Harvey said. I do feel that the rates are going to, you know, we're going to see some rates burping down a little bit as Harvey likes to say, he likes to use the word burp down. <laughs> so the rates are going to come down. But then it's going to create this another really crazy seller frenzy because there's still that going to be that lack of inventory as soon as these people start coming out when the snow melts like they do. Like we come out of hibernation like bears. <laughs> Lisa, what's your prediction? Yeah, I think the same thing. I think our rates are going to continue to settle and kind of, you know, float down a bit. Um, I don't necessarily know it'll be all first quarter. I think it'll be more second quarter. We'll start really seeing that. But, um, you know, when that happens, I think people are going to you know, I don't want anybody to miss the boat. We always hear the clients that call and say, oh, I should have done this last year. Oh, I should have started this six months ago. Don't miss the boat. Get your ducks in a row now. So that way, when this happens, you're going to be posed to strike and get your offers out there and, and take advantage. You know, it doesn't help when you're always playing catch up and running behind. So, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, put yourself in a position. So when the market does pick up, you're you're going to be ready to go and you're going to know exactly the type of offers that you can make. You're going to know exactly what programs you qualify for, what kind of brands you may qualify for. So give us a call and let it get that started. So you're going to be ready to be a homeowner next year. Yeah, let's do it. What about you, Harvey? Uh, a fail to plan is a plan to fail. That old type thing. Get your yeah. plan. And as Lisa said, because a lot of times we have to make some corrections or mm -hmm. we need a funds to close, getting someone's credit fixed up a little bit, um, going over the details of where their money is going to come from and how they get paid and some small uh, things that will really help families get forward. My prediction, same type of numbers of 2022, which is a really strong market. And we'll just keep our fingers crossed that maybe we even get an influx of some additional buyers, um, some people on the sidelines as the rates uh, maybe will be a little bit better come late summer. We'll see. Yeah, I agree with all that. What about you, Darren? As far as on the real estate side, what are you guys anticipating? I know you guys have your business planning, forecasting, you know, kind of talks a lot of the times I get to speak at your meetings, at, you know, as well. What are you yeah. guys thinking? You know, um, you both, you know, between you and Harvey, you nailed it, right? We got a, we got a pretty, uh, we have a shortage of inventory at the moment, right? So yes, it, on paper, it's a seller's market, but Harvey mentioned something like get ahead of the push, right? Get your buyers into homes now. Like don't, you know, with the interest rates where they are right now, why get into a bidding war in the spring, summer when we could find your home now? Yeah. Um, you know, my prediction is, is that we're going to, again, do similar numbers of 2022, similar units and everything like that. Um, it's just going to be, you know, are things going to fly off in 24 hours? Not necessarily. Um, but things are still, people are still buying, people are still selling. I think 2023 is going to be a fantastic year. And um, yeah, that's my prediction. Yay. Okay. So you heard it here first. <laughs> Real estate is still where it's at. You're still in appreciating market. 
home prices are appreciating. So that means if you can secure the house now at a rate you can afford and refinance at your leisure when these rates do come down, because they are going to, we're just in another cycle. We've been in the business long enough to know that. Take advantage of the inventory now, the lack of competition now, because as soon as everyone comes out of their houses, once the snow melts, it's going to be another frenzy where there's going to be lack of inventory, like there still is right now. But the lack of buyers out there is what's allowing these you know people to win, which is a beautiful thing. So this is the last podcast of 2022. We will see you in 2023. Keep it locked into Capital Mortgage Funding, the Hardcore Mortgage Show every Saturday on 97.1 from 9 to 10. We had, um, I want to thank Darren Roberts. I will always showcase you. You are a blessing. You are a beautiful soul and you really do fight for your clients. And I think that is a beautiful thing that you cannot speak of enough. So Jim Schaefer and Associates, um, that's where Darren's from. You can look him up on social media and we are here and we will see you next week.